at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. All right. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to New Heights Show on Education. My name is Freddie Bandola Jr., or you can call me June. And for those of you just joining in, um, my topic is about technology and cyber awareness. In this show, I raise cyber awareness in hopes that I send a message that cyber threats do happen and how to protect yourself from being a victim of the dangers that lurk around the web. I've gone over malware and how much damage they could do for your computer and personal information. Uh, last week, I talked about hackers and how all of them aren't as bad as people make them out to be, such as white hat hacking being an ethical hacker, um, gray hats as the good hacker with questionable, questionable methods, and a black hat as a criminal hacker. Today, we will go over child cyber awareness, uh, so let me assure you that you don't necessarily have to be tech savvy or a computer expert to listen in on my topic. I actually encourage you to listen and possibly spread the word after my show concludes so that you and those around you can have a safe experience on the net. As always, it is an honor to be a part of New Heights Educational Group, and it is a wonderful organization for your education needs. If you would like to know more about NHEG, visit our website at newheightseducation.org. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group educational resources to help reach your goals so something crazy happened at my house a couple of weeks ago um i currently live with a 10 year old gamer who happens to be my nephew and he is a huge fan of uh fortnite i'm always waking up to him and his buds on the weekends going hey man meet me at tilted so we can grab some legendary weapons hey man i need a shield potion or we got a victory royale so if anyone here is familiar with Fortnite, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. And for those of you who are a bit curious about Fortnite, it's a popular online game by Epic Games where you're placed in a battle royale shooting and building it out to be the last uh, player or team standing. It's pretty cartoony, 
easy to pick up, fun to play, and the game has been drawing in kids left and right. And that is where it could also draw in online predators as well. So going back to my story, and I guess from what my nephew told me, uh, he was playing uh, one day and some random guy online got placed on his team. So it was my nephew, two of his friends, and a stranger. So if you're familiar with how Fortnite's team placement works, uh, if you have one person out of the four missing, a random player will be filling in. So the game is all going smoothly. My nephew is having fun. Yeah, he's having fun in the game with his friends, um, having conversations like he would in school and just out of the blue. This stranger tells my nephew and his friends, I want you to go to your parents and ask them for their credit card number. Yeah. My nephew tells his friends to shut the game off and my nephew runs up to me and tells me what happened. I'm just there thinking, what nerve does this guy have trying to target my friends? Or, yeah, they're my friends too, <laughs> you could say. But yeah, what nerve does he have uh, targeting my nephew and his buddies? Now, his parents and I did warn my nephew uh, beforehand when it came to online gaming. But now that he's experienced uh, the potential dangers, he won't play unless his friends or family members fill in the remaining spots on his team. Now that you heard about this, this could really happen to your child, younger siblings, or just any child you know, and with children getting their hands on a device, it's important for them to know about the dangers of the net and how you can raise cyber awareness to child. So going back to my first episode, sounds familiar, right? I installed malware on my family office computer when I was 11, but that's a story from two episodes ago. All right, children, welcome to the digital age. Parents, you've probably gone through this when the internet was taking off in the 90s during the days of AOL, IRC, instant messaging, or early social media days such as Friendster, and even as far back as creating your own website using GeoCities or Tripod. You've probably had a few encounters with suspicious profiles on MSN's chat rooms or MySpace, had a few scammers blowing up your junk box on Hotmail, probably had some threatening message at as you played uh, StarCraft Online. So you guys had been through it all during your time on the internet in your younger days. Now it's the children's turn. Almost every device is on the network. Online gaming is now a huge phenomenon. Social media is bigger than it was 10 years ago. And the internet is becoming more dangerous than you think. Did you know that according to comparetech.com, cyberbullying has increased in percentages across the globe from 2011 to this year and 2018 with countries making that five to ten percent jump in cyberbullying and here in the u.s 22 percent to 77 percent teens to children were targets for online predators 25 percent of children were exposed to explicit content online or how about 75 percent of children were willing to share personal information and exchange for goods and services or what about the fact that only 33 percent of households with internet access were actively protecting their children with filtering or blocking software do these percentages from centrypc.com make you ask questions on how we're doing as far as protecting children from the red zone of the internet so many questions have been yet to be answered and given a full solution on how we can bring more numbers up on protection and numbers down on these negative encounters on the net and I encourage you today to listen closely as I share with you what to be aware of and solutions and give some solutions 
to this cyber awareness issue. So as you can probably guess, um, what to be aware of, cyber awareness for children covers three of the following major topics, cyberbullying, online predators, and explicit content exposure. Now, I'm going to end it off here, break, and I'll get back to you and we'll go over what to be aware of and the solutions that we can go over. So stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back, everyone. So going back to uh, my topic on cyber awareness, uh, we just went over some short statistics and what to be aware of. So I'm going to touch upon uh, three of the major ones that your child needs to be aware of, which is cyberbullying, online predators, and explicit content exposure. So what is cyberbullying? I stumbled, I stumbled upon one of our previous hosts' episodes here at NHEG, and it was a two-part episode massively covering cyberbullying, so I'll cut short on this topic. So if you've listened to any of those, uh, the episode on cyberbullying covered that it's a series of nasty messages, texts, uh, spreading viral videos of that victim being bullied, or vulgar messages or images being sent to that victim from the bully themselves. And it hugely happens on social media. If you haven't heard it yet, go check it out, as I will be posting the two links on my Spreaker account where this episode is located. I've learned a lot from those two episodes, and that itself is a cyber awareness issue that could possibly happen to the younger ones around us. I think we can agree that cyberbullying is pretty tacky and unacceptable because it is a form of bullying. And that puts the bully at a higher level of cowardice since it feels since they do feel more powerful with their social media fingers running around the keyboard. Just let me say this, cyberbullies out there, know the position that you're in now. You're out there on the net embarrassing yourself so much that your uh, quote-unquote I-don't-care attitude isn't going to save you any face. You can trust me on that. You can delete whatever comments you slammed on that person you bullied, but I know there is someone out there who took a screenshot of it and sent it to someone who cares. And uh, did you know that those deleted comments on Facebook could be retrieved? They're not permanent. They're not permanently deleted, as Zach Lazari from TechWallet says. Users can often retrieve old comments from the system because Facebook stores everything on its server. You know how Facebook knows you're going back on after deactivating your account for months. All that info is stored on their server, so whatever damage was done, there is no way to delete that digitally and emotionally for the victim. To the young victims, stay strong, and I'm positive you can push through this. Since bullies are human beings too, it's safe to say that I can understand why you're doing this. I've seen a bully's point of view before, but what you do is not acceptable. So stop what you're doing before your own actions corrupt you in the future. What are online predators? This one disgusts me. Like I said before, I'm living with a 10-year-old gamer and just news articles of children getting snatched by these guys just irk me. 
it just makes you want to hold your young ones tight and never let go you know so basically what these predators are is exactly what you see on datelines uh how to catch a predator they lure people who are underage on the internet to go meet somewhere and when they meet the result is ugly they can also uh, take form of scammers so let's talk about fortnite again <laughs> so now that you heard my story let's talk about what impact this game has with both children and predators WBTW News 13 covered an investigation on internet predators on Fortnite and Horry County, uh, South Carolina's Sheriff's Office on, uh, stated that online predators will lure players into um, other social media platforms and this is possibly so that other players won't listen in between the predator and the prey and manipulate and scam children for credit card numbers because that child is promised new content for the game. So for those of you who don't know, um, Fortnite is a free game to download on pretty much every gaming platform. And the only thing that they really have to pay for is these things called skins or dance moves just to enhance the experience of the game. So while that child's new quote-unquote friend promises new content for the game, these predators will take that information that child provided and that the predators, they pretty much win their sick little game. So that pretty much happened to my nephew. Good thing uh, he shut down the game before everything happened. And it happens to other children who play this game too. So online predators come in as either a scammer or a disgusting predator. Okay, so let's go over exposure to explicit content. Now, explicit explicit content online is pretty much anything inappropriate that could be viewed by a child. This isn't just violent or adult content, but this could also range from hate messages to illegal content such as uh, softer piracy. It gets even scarier, actually. Um, There's the infamous dark web. Now, the dark web isn't exactly illegal to access. However, I strongly don't recommend anyone entering it unless you're in cyber forensics working cases with law enforcement. Now, I'm not going to get into any specifics on how to get in, so I'll give a quick rundown on what it is. Um, So it's basically a part of the internet that isn't indexed by search engines. And it's a pool for criminal activity. While uh, there are some sites on the dark web that aren't at all illegal, you are risking yourself getting scammed, hacked, and possibly becoming a victim of um, something called distributed denial of service attack. So for those of you who don't don't know what that is, it's, um, it's an attack carried out by a botnet, and it creates a traffic jam in your systems. So in technical terms, these botnets are sending massive loads of data and connection requests to your systems and servers more than it can handle, resulting in the loss of data or the brain of the computer, such as the CPU becoming over overwhelmed. Yikes. Now let's shift our focus to the child. Can a child have access to explicit and illegal content online? Assuming their internet privileges aren't limited, absolutely. Accessing uh, explicit content such as violent or adult content is one thing, as sites such as YouTube isn't properly filtered, or that these contents could easily be Googled. However, it would be problematic if your child were to have access to the dark web. Now that we know about the potential dangers that your child could face, I'm going to share with you how you may prevent it. 
and parents and educators will definitely play a huge role in this. So first off, start talking to your kids early. Let's say your child has been hearing about how amazing Fortnite is and he comes home and asks if he could download it on whatever gaming platform he owns. Explain to your child about the dangers of the internet. Sans security awareness suggests acting like a student as children love the idea of becoming a teacher. Parents, if you ever feel like you can't keep up with this generation of technology, you can actually learn with your child this way. So as you're learning about Fortnite with your child, I mean, yeah, you see how the game plays, but the most important part of the game is how your child interacts in the game, leading you to ask questions and then explaining why maybe talking to a stranger in the game sets red flags. This leads me to my second point monitoring your child's activities on your devices. I suggest playing, uh, not playing, I suggest placing your computer where they can be easily seen. So that way your child's activities on the net won't leave your sight. As for devices such as phones, tablets, or any device that has access to the internet that can, you know, pretty much be moved from place to place, lock them down with a password, please. That way your child would have to ask permission, giving you that leeway to monitor your child. So as you monitor your child, this would also monitor how long your child is on the devices, limiting uh, screen time. Another thing would be to log into your router and set your content and website filters and turning on uh, parental controls. There's a router that I currently own and it's called the Linksys Velop. And what makes this router unique, and just skipping the technical specs, uh, not only can you see what devices go online on your phone, but you can also set the configurations of your network using the Linksys app on your phone while you're away from the house. So from the touch of your screen on your phone, you can filter out any websites or set the time or day your child has access to their device. So. Lastly, what if your child has been a victim of the dangers mentioned in this episode? Take a deep breath, stay calm. Let's say your child has been getting cyberbullied or just, is just throwing personal info to someone they thought they could trust. If possible, take snapshots of that activity, keep a record of it, and report the incident to the website's administrator. And if it's online gaming related, request that player to be banned. Let your child know that if they are being harassed, they can block them. These are the recommended steps I would take in order for your child to have a safe experience on the net. Now that we've gone over my little incident surrounding uh, Fortnite, what issues your child may face on the net and, to and how to prevent it, I know it's a bit to take in, but if you see the internet for what it really is, it's really not a safe place to be. With technology pretty much around us, it's more than just interesting looking buttons and the screen showing a child anything they could possibly imagine. Technology is pretty much their escape from whatever is going on in school or their daily activities. However, with kids having access to the internet, it is important it is important to let them know that it's a second world where they can engage in activities that they couldn't do out in real life. So it's pretty much like with them being in a world where they're where there are no boundaries, creating their fake IDs through age verification checks. It's up to parents and educators to set those boundaries. And when you do, your child is guaranteed to be safe on the internet. This is why I'm here hosting the show, so I can inform you of the dangers and how to prevent it. So that concludes my topic on child cyber awareness, and I hope that I've raised um, cyber awareness to keep those around you safe.
Now let me end the show with a tech tip. And if you want to take, uh, if you do want to call in, uh, please do. Uh, you can interrupt me as I do the tech tip. So aside from the dangerous technology can pose to child, uh, did you know that your child has a handful of options to get involved with STEM projects? An awesome example of this is the Raspberry Pi. I'm going to be posting a link to various science projects using, and it it's it involves this a like, credit card size uh, single board computer. So that's what the Raspberry Pi is. Like like said, it's a single board computer that gives you the freedom to make whatever you want for your child's next science fair. They're pretty inexpensive depending on what you want to do with it. You can make a mini weather station, assemble it to make a assemble it to be a working robot, or you can make it into a fully functional computer. I can give you an easy example of what I did for my university group project. It was a music player. So what my group and I did was get a pair of old computer speakers, hooked it up to the Pi, uh, connected our smartphones and the Raspberry Pi to the same network. I got access to a music uh, streaming service on our phone, and we have a mini boombox so simple, I think my 10-year-old nephew could have helped us. The Raspberry Pi is a great way for children to learn more about how computers work and to channel their inner engineering talent that may surprise you. So definitely check into that. Like mentioned at the end of the Hackers episode, I would like to talk to you about the amazing gadgets and gizmos of Internet of Things, or simply IoT. And I'm also planning to have uh, guests over on the show, so be sure to stay tuned. Now, tell that everyone, stay safe, and I'll catch you live very soon. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. At One Day University, we feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com.